Broadcasting from another dimension, deep within the Ghost Shrimp National Forest, sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. <laughs> What up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 60 of the Ghost and Friends podcast. The podcast designed to brainwash you into living your dream life. <laughs> oh, man, it's been about a month. Since the last full episode, uh, and I feel like I've been in a bit of a time warp, um, I've been super busy, I've been super productive, um, life has just been brimming with uh, circumstances and events and, and wacky happenings. Um, I recorded this episode with Erica last week, and... Um, but I'm just now getting a moment to sit down and do the intro and outro and get it out to you. Um, but I'm glad we're here. Uh, this episode originated um, actually way back when I was when we were visiting, uh, staying at the Malhus Mansion, um, chilling with Erica and Magna and their kids, uh, and hanging out at their brewery, the Norway Brewing Company. Um, and we were going to do a group pod, uh, but it kind of got away from us. And then me and Erica have been kicking around uh, getting her on the pod because I was reaching out for questions a few episodes back. And she asked me about, uh, you know, creativity and parenting and kind of the balance between, uh, you know, trying to put your all into your art and then also you know putting your all into your kids and not going insane in the process. So I think we get into a pretty juicy beef stew conversation here about that, and uh, I'm glad we got it down. It was really fun. Um, I love Erica, and uh, you know I think we had a we had a we we chopped it up a little bit here. Definitely more conversation to be had, and it's always an evolving thing. Um, we'll definitely have Erica back on, and and next time that we're with them, we'll try to get a juicy group pod going with Magna as well, and they're going to talk about. Um, you know, running the brewery together and that whole quest and all that, because that's a whole nother can of worms that's, you know, full of interesting stuff. And, and, uh, but, um, uh, also this week, uh, the, one of their, uh, staple beers, Mr. Grumpy Pants, um, had its can release that was yesterday, Saturday. And, uh, it was a label that I did for them. It was actually, I had done the Mr. Grumpy Pants label, and then they had an evolution of the idea afterwards. We went back in and made some changes to it, and uh, I really like how it came out. I think the changes made the label a lot better, and um, the label's really handsome. It's a handsome-looking can. Um, you can see it on their Instagram uh, for the, Nor uh, I think it's just at Norway Brewing or whatever, Um 
uh, if search for it, you'll find it. <laughs> I'll put it in the, I'll put it in the links. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I got a lot of stuff to catch up on, but I'm going to save that for the next pod. I'll do a little catch up pod and, and kind of do a brain dump of all the shit that I've been getting into. Um, but, uh, let's just jump right into this conversation with Erica Melhus. Uh, but first let's kick it over to my man, a wall one. <laughs> Once again, with a very special guest, long awaited. We've been trying to do this podcast for the last three weeks, and we were trying to do it even months beforehand. Uh, my guest is none other than the fabulous Erica Malhus. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Dan. We are friends. Yes. Um, I just kind of did the math. I met you. Was it 12 years ago? That would put yeah. us at, what, 2006? 2006. 2007? 2006 or 2007. It was right after uh, the twins were born. You came to visit. Right, in Maine, in Portland, Maine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably right. I mean, that was like when I was living in my cabin before I went to uh, L.A. So I went to L.A. Yeah, in like and you 2008. Had, you so. had both your dogs. So for the longest time, we referred to you as Dan with Dogs. Dan with Dogs. Nice, mm-hmm. as opposed to Dan without dogs. Boring. That is boring. So you were Dan Dan with Dogs. And that was the first time you, you gave me one of your ghost shrimp stickers. And it's nice. still on my music case. To this day, so wow. lots of good comments on that. Yeah, wow, we've done yep. full circle, and we met through our mutual friend Luke Dubois, my best friend from middle school and high school. Daddy Ball Scout, shout out. He's he's my spirit animal. He doesn't know it yet. <laughs> um, and uh, and so we met in Portland, Maine, uh, and hung out for an evening at Luke's, and then. We... Yeah, then I disappeared to Europe for a long time right. and got married and had children and mm-hmm. then moved back to Maine and realized you lived only like two and a half hours away from me. Yeah, that's right. You reached out to me to do the label for the Inglorious Bastards beer. Is that yeah. how we got back in touch? Yeah, I've been like watching, like following you on online for years. And when it came down to like releasing these beers and, you know, we were kind of Magna and I were kind of musing, like, oh, man, it would be so badass if Dan could do our labels. It's like, oh, yeah, but he's like a Hollywood big shot. And everything. I was like, <laughs> Hollywood well, I guess I, I guess I could ask, you know, like, he's just going to say no. And then I, I, I surprisingly, we could work together. And it was it was it worked out. And and uh, good for that, because now I have an awesome friend in the art world who is also a parent. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, we reconnected and we did that label together. And then your clan came to visit us. Uh, you have two wonderful we children. Invaded. <laughs> yeah, you invaded. You took over the VIP zone. Uh, yeah. It was after camp, right? It was right after camp. Yeah, it right ended. after camp. 
and the pavilion was like was like partially built it didn't have the rafters or the roof on yet but you guys kind of took over the frame of the pavilion and yeah we put a big tarp up over the <laughs> yeah 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 it U- rained yeah oh, right it was great. utilized it very nicely and spent like sort of a I feel like it was like an extended weekend here and uh really Three ran the days, show yeah. you like set up a professional kitchen down there and just were like you don't need to cook anymore you like cooked all these <laughs> fabulous meals and it just we had a grand old time our kids were all all mixing together and having fun and uh yeah they were being oh my god and we got to do our adult things and it was fantastic we had a really good time i'm looking forward to doing that again this summer especially right now because it's february and there's like four feet of snow everywhere and (laughs) everything sucks (laughs) dead of winter dead of winter here in northern new england very snowy winter yeah definitely have like four feet of snow like seven foot snow banks everywhere oh yeah and just yeah like... like i could chuck my kids in there and never see them again <laughs> totally totally that was an old new england thing in february you'd throw your kids in then you'd get them back <laughs> out in the springtime i wish i wish and then um so in maine i don't know if they do this in vermont so all next week is February vacation, otherwise known as parent torture week. Yeah. Um, so like in the midst of all this stuff, you know, tours out of school all next week. So I'm going to try to, to get really creative with work <laughs> and, and sharing my space with him all week long. Right, right. Does he like to draw? Do you Can you get him like into doing some drawing stuff for a while? Oh, I can, except for... He's also like really engaged in it, so he wants to talk about it constantly and show me what he's doing right. and like you know and and it's really engaging and awesome, except for when you're trying to like get work done right and right i I am guilty of not being a very patient person, and well, I don't know, Athena can probably say this too, like when you are expecting you're like, I'm gonna be a mother now, and so that means I'm gonna become this like nature beauty like goddess who just gives birth and everything's beautiful and everything's lovely and then like that couldn't be farther than the truth in every (laughs) single aspect of the whole thing so in fact i'm just now after like my son just turned seven just now getting back in to doing any kind of art or creative work as a living and trying to really push myself towards that. Cause I mean, it's one thing to have a kid and have, or have two kids and have a job and go through that whole stress. But when you're trying to like really find your creative, like, you know, you, you talk about this all the time, the creative formula, you know, like set yourself up for success. And for me, I have like a certain like ritual and, and, and sort of like, these different facets that I have to get into in order to be able to turn on the creativity. Yeah. Cause you know, when, when you have to turn it on, you, you, you put yourself there. Like I have a playlist I always put on. I make sure that no one else is in the house. The light has to be just the right way. And I'm, you know, I don't have to pee. I don't have to eat. I'm just ready to go. Yeah. Um, that's impossible when you have two tiny humans running around. <laughs> right, right, right. All the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And especially being mom, I can't just say, screw you guys, go away. Right. <laughs> and um, now that they are both capable of wiping their own butts. Yep, big, that's a big breakthrough. That's that a big, a that's a paradigm shift. We are diaper free for almost a year now. Wow. And I feel like I've gotten like literally like, 
20 hours a week of my life back. <laughs> just, just not 20 hours of less poop and more other stuff. Yeah. Well, and then there's like the, the, you know, every time she poops, it's like, mama, mama, you know, and they do that really high pitch, like mama yeah. kind of thing. And it, it, it is like somebody's ice picking you in the base of your brain. <laughs> Um, and you know, it's just like, then you got to go in, you got to wipe the butt and then you got to wash your hands and probably the floor and the side of the toilet. And, and this happens twice or three times a day, depending on how much your child eats and how healthy you feed them. Yeah. Cause you track all that too. If they don't poop, you're really worried. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. What's wrong? Let me look in your butthole. Yeah. So, what's in there? Yeah. And, and. You know, basically, I guess what started this conversation for me was asking you is how do you deal with this? Because I know that when I need to, like, go into my, my create creation palace, as I like to call it, like, I am not a good mother. I'm not a good wife. I'm not really even a good friend. I just kind of go into this, like, deep inner space. And it's really hard to, like, do that and be a wife mom thing yeah as yeah, well yeah and yeah i'm so like yeah i'm also speaking of wife mom things i'm so excited for athena to like have that time coming as well i know i your know your kids that's are about the be... same age as ours yeah 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 that's gonna be fun and yeah she's really going to be able to you know the whole the whole conundrum for her has really been that for her metalsmithing stuff she really needs a studio so that's been exactly. her her major block like you know she's tinkered with the handmade jewelry kind of in lieu of being able to have a real studio where she can yeah. you know really you know work metals and work with torches and because we live oh, in yeah, like, yeah. we live in like this 500 of, of like liquid yeah. metal don't splash it you know right exactly so you know so that's been her main thing but yeah now that we're getting she's gonna have a studio built in the springtime finally um and so yeah this year a lot of really big things are coming together so that's really i'm super excited for her to kind of like be able to start really on that journey because she went to school for metalsmithing a long time ago and then sort of like left it behind and started to go to school for sort of like background design and more illustration type of stuff but then really felt like ah, that wasn't really her thing and then you know after we met we were talking about stuff when we met she was sort of trying to break into the animation industry um in you know she's born and raised in LA and she had a portfolio and but yeah. she just wasn't as much into it she was like testing for some shows and stuff but you know as we as we got connected and moved here and stuff we were just having you know I'm, I'm always talking about this stuff and obsessed with this stuff and I was like I'm like well you know if you didn't if, if like what's like what would you do if you didn't have to do anything and she's like oh, I, I want to do metal smithing I was like well why don't you just focus on that and she's like oh yeah, yeah. I don't know why I like didn't do that she just she felt like there wasn't like as much of a natural market for that and like i think especially because she's from hollywood like the the industry's so big there that like she felt yeah. like just getting involved in that entertainment industry and stuff you know made sense and you know the, as a as an artistic outlet for her and, and she can draw well and stuff so she's kind of heading in that direction but that as we got here she started to kind of turn back and go yeah i, I kind of want to really do metalsmithing so so that was kind of the next leg of this journey so that's finally going to come to fruition yeah. which is really exciting that's um, so exciting i'm really yeah. excited for her, especially because i i mean I'm just getting to know Athena more and more now, and I love every second of it. But <laughs> I just, you know, because your children are amazing, genius, like little, like 
Tenenbaum, Wes Anderson kids, just like <laughs> both of them have like complete adult personalities in their tiny little bodies. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. But it's like, it's also really intense to parent that. Yeah, no, it's really intense. Yeah, like Wolfie's like never stops. Like he's just like he doesn't have an off switch. He's going nuts all <laughs> like running literally up the walls like all the fucking time. Like it's like Yeah, I have one of those too. It's crazy. It's so crazy. So yeah, yeah. I mean that but yeah, it, it, you know, so my my thing with it too is that yeah, it's it's definitely the greatest challenge that I've ever had, like, and I, and I don't think I anticipated how much it would be, because, like... Yeah, you're like, oh, people have been having kids before we got this, we'll be fine, everyone does this. Yeah, and, like, I grew up, and like... And you realize nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah, no, totally, totally, but, yeah, and I grew up, like, I was, like, I babysat, like, I would always, like, you know, I, I like, I, you know, I had to go to church growing up, and I hated church, so I would run the Sunday school, so yeah, that I didn't have I to, did like, sit too. through church, yeah, yeah, so, like, I've always been really good with kids, like, I've always been one of those guys that's, like, good with kids, like, you know, growing up and stuff, and I was always the babysitter, like, I babysat a lot of the kids from church, like, you know, go over to their house and babysit them, and, you know, you know, had younger siblings growing up and stuff, so I always thought, like oh and really it was my first you know i've said this before like it was my first vision truly when i was like five years old i was like oh my god it's gonna be so cool to have kids so that's really like always it's really weird i was talking to wolfie well, i asked wolfie that the other day i was like do you ever think about how cool it will be when you have kids and he was like that's kind of a weird thing to think about dad he's like i'm just a kid like so i think it was kind of odd that i was thinking that but i don't know i've always just been wired that way so it was always my biggest dream to have kids and have a family and like in my romantic life, I was always just looking for my wife. Like, you know, this is always like, I was like one of those dorky guys that was like, just always like, we're going to get <laughs> yeah. married. Like every Will girl that I was wife? with, you know, like, yeah, I was always like, oh, we're going to get married. Like that was always my thing. So, you know, it's definitely been this big trajectory for me, but then along the way, I've also become completely, a uh, completely, well, just complete obsessed and, and a workaholic more than most. Like, you know, yeah. like I, I really, my personality has become like a workaholic in the best way. Like I don't say workaholic in a negative way. Like I love what I do and I really prefer to do it pretty much every waking hour of the day. And especially the deeper I get into my career and the more I obsessed with, the more I'm obsessed with like, you know, in the last couple of years, I've really been thinking like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to make a go at like being the, one of the greatest illustrators. Like I'm going to really try to like, you know, just push my potential, see how far I can go. You know, so I've really become obsessed with this idea of like being, you know, the greatest I can be and all this stuff and, and you're taking it really beyond workaholic levels. But then all of a sudden that doesn't jive really well with having a family, you know, which is no. something that like, you know, Miyazaki and all these like Mobius and all these great people, they weren't great parents you know so yeah, that's one yeah. of the things that well, i've you been gotta thinking get mark back up on the pod because i know he was talking a little bit about he has kids and, yeah. and uh, mark osborne and right. he's like kind of a big hot shot dude making yeah. these amazing movies and how does he balance all that mm. tell me i would that's really a great like question to too that is I yeah yeah because he's at the next phase like riley you know his son riley is now entering a teenage phase where i know through just anecdotes with 
with uh, Kent and and Mark and stuff that you know Riley's at that age where he doesn't even he doesn't even come out of his room. He's there texting. Oh, and, you know, he, he's the little Look, prince. He, he was the he was drag. the voice of the little prince. We call him Lil P around these parts. Um, you know, he came up to camp one year and shot the gun and all that stuff. And but it's funny because oh. he was like not in that into camp. He's like, yeah, yeah, like their daughter loved it, but then like the uh, Riley was like. Riley was like, yeah, it was okay. Like he wasn't that into camping and stuff. So he's the, he, they're at the next level where your kids don't even want anything to do with you. I feel like at that level, I will be the greatest dad of all time. Like, cause I'm yeah, like, cause I, I cannot wait to bug the shit out of my kids. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah. When my kids don't want all of my time, I'm going to be the greatest dad. Cause I'm like cool dad and all this stuff like that. Then it'll be perfect. But yeah, it's like, how do I balance that right now? with trying to, you know, really make the most of my career where it is. And it's always going up right now. I'm just getting into movies and all stuff. It's like my career is always like my career is just like waterfalling into me. And I'm just like, they're like, bring it on. But then I'm like, (laughs) but then I'm like, wait, my kids, like, you know, it's like, I don't want my kids to just remember dad worked all the fucking time. So that's really my greatest like challenge that, that, you know, I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around and this year I'm trying to really be better about it and be, you know, just like, you know, right now I'm still kind of underwater with my work, but like hopefully in the next couple of weeks, in the next month, I'll be able to kind of get, a, I'm trying to set more of a normal kind of 40 hour week schedule for myself, yeah, which I've yeah. never had before. I've never wanted no, before. No. Um, it won't happen, but good luck. Yeah, yeah, no, but like, you know, I think if I can you know, kind of clear my desk and just be working on Mark's movie. I can have a decent shot at like getting a focused 40 hours a week in and, you know, you know, I mean, maybe having some extra time, you know, later on, but, but, but making sure that I'm like, that I'm also protecting time with my kids. One of the things I realized about myself is like, the first thing to get the shaft is the kids. Like if it's like, if I have too much going, it's like, I can't play today. You got to go watch a movie or like go outside. Like I can't do, you know, that's the first thing to go, but I'm like, fuck man. Like like, I can't do do that. Do a podcast with your friend, you know, you're like, (laughs) right. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, you know, and I have a tendency to overload myself and, and, and also freelance work tends to go that way. Like just even right now, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know for sure that I was going to get Mark's movie and exactly what time frame it would happen. Yeah. So I went ahead and booked the workshop and now it came, it came and now I have both, you know, and, and it's yeah. like, then there's like other stuff still lingering on my desk. I'm like, fuck, like, you know, it's like, it's a real tricky thing to be, a, I think, especially to be a freelancer and trying to balance it and be a great parent. So that's like the real yeah. tricky part, but I don't know why I want to do this. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. But it's like, you know, it's also great. I do love the, I think one of the major things that's great is that I am here all the time. So like my, like I am always around my kids, which is great. And like, yeah, which is, which is wonderful. You know, if I was gone, if, if I was a workaholic in the studio and my kids never even got to lay eyes on me, that would be a lot worse, you know? So, you know, and, and so lately I've been focusing on just when I am around my kids, making sure I'm not like in my work headspace still not being irritable like like just coming down and like just loving on them like now like every time I'm around my kids like especially the last month or so because it's been a real goal of mine is like I just joke around tickle them like love on them like just as much as possible and then whenever I can obviously you know get them into the activities but also like pulling them into my world more and more like 
Wolfie's gotten really into doing extended drawing sessions. And actually, ever since we saw the the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse animated movie, um, and he found the soundtrack on Spotify, he's like the first music that he's fallen in love with. It's like all these like rowdy rap songs and stuff. But like, like, he loves it. And uh, he wants to listen to that nonstop. And he loves to draw with it. So it's really crazy. It's so funny. And now he's walking around like... I need to listen to this soundtrack. I can't draw if I can't listen to the soundtrack. It just puts me in a different space. I'm like, oh my god, he's the same person as me. Like, yeah, it's like exactly what I'm saying. Like, it's so crazy. I have an unhealthy obsession with like French house music and Daft Punk, and that's like my drawing music. And mm-hmm. it's really like electronic, like super nerdy, trashy. Well, it's not trashy. It's beautiful and awesome and amazing. But you know, it's like that your typical Euro club music. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what Tor has been listening to because we listen to it at home when I'm working at home or in the car when we're driving around. And now he's like, can you put the song on? And he's like just like busting out dancing and like just doing other stuff. And he's just completely driven by music. And I've influenced him with this very bizarre little snippet of like this is what i listen to <laughs> yeah that's awesome that's so cool yeah. but yeah so so i've been i've been you know that that's been fun like like me and wolfie get to draw together a lot like i feel like the last couple of years you know i think once he turned like five like he started drawing with me a lot so that's really cool and and that, that we can you know kind of like chill together and draw at least, you know, and, and yeah, Junie loves to do that, it. I mean, yeah. she's more like, that's a little bit harder because she's like, you know, she'll just sit next to me and she won't even sit in the chair for more than a minute at a time. She's like out of the chair, down the ladder, you know, cause I'm like working upstairs yeah. where there's, she's like, then she's like running around, coming back up, then talking to me, then, Hey, can you help me? Hey, can you get me this marker? Can, now I want to use the one you're using. Now I want to use this other one. Now I, it's like with the, with the, with the three-year-old, it's like pretty tricky. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, so that's how Ruby is too. Yeah. Ruby's like, I want to draw on your thing, and she's grabbing like my Copic pad, and I'm like, that paper's a dollar a sheet. Right, right, no, totally, totally. Yeah, I know. Wolfie's like, can I ink? I'm like, oh, I do. I'm like, I literally, the brush I'm using is fucked up, and this is the only one I have. And like, I'm always like, I have one bottle of ink. Like, I should probably order ahead. Like, why am I not yeah. thinking about this? Like, so I don't know. It's like, so it's definitely a big work in progress and it's definitely the biggest struggle that I've had. Cause like, I feel myself being torn in two directions, not to mention the house building. We won't even get into that. Uh, like no, my, no, my, my maniacal, that, yeah. not, then I also have a hobby, a, a, a weird hobby that also is like something that should be a full-time job as well. Um, but, but so actually, we won't even talk about fear. Yeah, right no, but actually there's yeah. major, there is major breakthroughs coming that I did that I even just locked in yesterday so the stuff is stuff is really coming together with that which is gonna be great this is i feel like so many things are coming together right now that are amazing it's almost a little overwhelming right now that that like everything's happening but it's all headed in the right direction so that is fantastic <laughs> Pass like, some of that this way <laughs> yeah no right i know it's like i know things are either all like all coming together in the worst way or the best way like it's yeah, like fuck yeah. like yeah, no, and and then this 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 winter also people have been someone's been sick every fucking week. I've oh no, this, I hear that. I've had like... for like a month. I've had this viral fucking ear infection, or this is the third. This will be this is the third week I've had that. So that's fucking annoying as shit. <laughs> like any any given day, like yesterday, I'm like, all right, I have a great work day ahead of me. Boom, and then I get in, and then I'm like, just like 
my immune system is like not cooperating and yeah, I'm like, like feeling no. like yeah I'm like oh wait I have no energy right now and I have like like I'm have a headache and like I don't feel great like oh, I'm not on my A game right now fuck yeah. like you know so it's like there's always something but but yeah it's like I don't know I feel like I'm being torn in two directions of wanting to be a like having a real vision of being an amazing dad and a great dad and a fun dad cuz at the baseline, kids just want to have fun. You know, it's like yeah, and they it, just they just want you to be there. They, they just they literally they want, want you, to be, you to be like just like looking at them and laughing with them and like laying there with them and like doing what they're doing, right? Like that, yeah. you're the greatest parent in the world if you can do that. And like yeah. I have and 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 there have been a lot of times. I mean, where you know where where I've had that opportunity because I've had a lull in freelance. Um, but yeah, the last, like, especially the last year, I feel like I've had very little lull in work and it's like, you know, again, it's a blessing. You've been cranking it out. Yeah. It's a blessing, but it's also like, fuck man. It's like, then where does that come in? You know, how do I, how do I then, you know, be the dad that's just kind of lazing around and, and, and doing all this stuff. So that's definitely, yeah. It's like, you know, wanting to be the greatest illustrator I can be and wanting to be the greatest dad I can be is a definitely like an inner struggle that I argue with myself about like I'll be doing something I'll be like fuck why am I sitting here drawing and my kids <laughs> out there playing like I need to be out there but yeah. then I'm like fuck but then oh. I have to do this I can't like I can't turn around and not do the best job I can do so it's like it's a real mind fuck and I'm like I'm in the middle of working it out and like I mentioned to you like I've been doing a lot like regular microdosing with mushrooms yeah. lately and that, that that has been getting me the breakthroughs that I need like I'm literally making the breakthroughs it's so funny cuz people on this podcast have heard me talking about for the, for the last like since the podcast started I've been like oh, I haven't done mushrooms like since I've been a parent and since <laughs> I moved to since I bought this land and like I really want to do it and, like so now I have this kind of supply of 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 uh, access to the to psilocybin and I've been you know, lately over the last month or so, especially doing like, you know, a couple times a week microdosing with it. And that has been giving me the mental breakthroughs that I need because that's what has somehow just like made me way more chill. And then way more like when I'm with my kids, it's like, I'm just like loving on them. I'm like super dialed into them. Like it's made me more lighthearted, more compassionate. Um, and just like, I think it's that dissolution of the ego thing that like, yeah, well, that's it the helps whole thing. It's like once you get your ego out of it, and yeah. psilocybin definitely helps with that. Yeah, <laughs> is you suddenly look at it. It's like looking on the other side of a two-way mirror. Like right. you're like, oh, I didn't realize you could see through that kind of right. sort of thing. And all of a sudden, your perspective just totally flips, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's a lot more breakthrough. I'm going to continue doing the microdosing and stuff. And I think that's going to, that, I think that's going to lead me to the breakthroughs that I'm looking for. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't feel like I, cause I felt a little bit of that with weed, but like, I don't know, there's something different. Cause I've never taken, I've, 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 you know, back in the day, back in high school and college and out of school, I took, you know, probably like a dozen very big acid trips and, you know, probably, probably uh, more than that of, of mushrooms. But it was always like an isolated event where like, you know, a couple times a year you take a heroic dose and go nuts, you know, like not, yeah, not, yeah. not a heroic dose in the sense that I'm leaving my body, but like that you're just straight. <laughs> oh 
you're straight tripping for eight hours where you're just like, whoa, like, you know, you're, you're in the mushroom dimension, you're straight tripping, you know, but, uh, but not like where you're in, where you're just like in a kaleidoscope in outer space, you know, like, yeah, you're functional. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but I've never done it where I've never done microdosing and I've never done it on the regular where it's like, now it's like, it's now I'm getting to know what it's like to like function on the microdose and like, and experimenting with like how high a dose I can do and still have it be a microdose and stuff and like yeah and and have it functional for i was like working on my drawing while i was doing it and i could actually do that which was really cool because before i like hadn't been able to control it on on the microdose and stuff so no so that's really cool so so i'm starting to make some important breakthroughs i think and it's so interesting because i've had that insight for like the last couple years so strong like mushrooms are a missing key and then I got them, and then it absolutely has been. So I'm very excited about that. I love it when you get that, when the intuition is there, and then it finally comes together. It follows through, And it's yeah. like, boom, and it's like, oh, my God, I was right. It's working. Because there's so many times where you're like, I think this is the missing piece. And you're like, ah, fuck, it totally isn't. Yeah, like, it's like, totally not. So yeah, I'm... that's where I'm at right now. I keep trying to jam shit <laughs> to an operation board, and it just keeps buzzing out on me. It's like, nope. No. <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah. So, so I feel like I feel like that's where I'm at. I feel like I'm on the cusp of like, and es- and especially too with this concept work, with doing the concept oh, yeah. work, that work that's I can all heady work. I can contain more in a Ford in like it like with the illustration stuff. It I'm really slow at it, and it kind of fucks me because then I I really I I I end up using all my available time with it. Like I can't walk away from it. I just it's like yeah it breaks my brain. Like it fucks with me. Like, so the, the event of all these things coming together, the event of the concept work coming along, which I feel like I can contain much more into a 40 hour work week. And then the, the event of the mushroom microdosing coming along, I feel like is this totally paradigm shifting thing where I am going to be able to, in the next couple months, find a nice rhythm where I'm chilling on family day. I'm, I'm, I'm be able to make more meals to just relax and just chill and, and relieve Athena of some of these things. Cause you yeah. know, since she quit her she job, needs her time too. Yeah. yeah, totally. Since she quit her job, she's been, you know, just doing the, just, just kind of being mom for the kids and stuff. You know, previously we had both been working and then, you know, we're kind of co-parenting and then, um, and then, you know, doing whatever. But now she's kind of taking a larger of the parenting role as I've been just trying to figure out how we can, how I can make enough money to support the family, which has come along great because of all this great work that's coming along. So, yeah, yeah. so it was like so many paradigms shifting all at once. It's like, zoom, zoom, zoom. but it's great because like, <laughs> as listeners know, when, when, when Athena quit her job and I was doing that fuck your job podcast and shit, like, I'm like, we don't know how this is going to work. We don't know yeah, yeah. what's going to happen. So very glad to report it's going great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just like, you know, now it's like, okay, now how can I like, manage to bring myself back in how can i be the sole breadwinner but also be there as a parent too so you know and that's her thing and then and then you know her struggle right now is like she is like she her patience as a parent is something that she's working on so oh, me be, too man be, i lose my so, shit so so stepping up as the role of the full-time parent has sort <laughs> of like driven her a little batshit so like now like she nothing's ever as simple as you think you're like oh no. i'll just like uh, i'm a workaholic i'll make all the money that's no problem and then you just be full-time parent that's no problem and then you're all of a sudden yeah, yeah. like oh wait it's mine fucking me because i'm not like as with the kids as much now and then she's like i'm with the kids all the time this is mine fucking me so like no matter what even when you're living your dream life and it's and it's great it's like there's always still 
balances to be struck and stuff. So it's like, it's oh, yeah. super crazy, but it's like, yeah, I, I can see it, but it's not quite there yet. I can see it coming. And I think, I think mushrooms are the thing for her too. She's like much more, she's taking some recreational trips. She's not as comfortable with just like taking the microdose and like when I have responsibilities well, and doing when that. I, so when I took mine, I was like, I definitely forgot I had kids for mm-hmm, a solid mm-hmm, hour. There. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's safety is a concern. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, ideally, ideally, you don't want to be the only parent on, uh, you know, on mushrooms. That's probably not the best idea. But I will say that, like, I will say, and then I'll stop dominating the conversation. But I will, (laughs) I will, I will say that, um, you know, my, my, my take on mushrooms has completely changed. Like, I didn't think it would be something that I would ever just take on the regs like I thought it would be like a four time a year kind of a mega dose thing like in the past but I've really seen now that taking it regularly and in these lower doses and then and then kind of getting used to it and then and then also taking the larger doses and stuff it really incorporating it more into my daily life I think is something that I am really interested in exploring and did not see coming so that's pretty cool yeah. my, my paradigm of what a mushroom trip is has totally changed which is amazing oh, and and being yeah, able to use it just as a recreational tune? substance. Are you like tapped into the mushroom internet now? Is Dude, I totally like? am. I swear to God, especially yeah. the last time where I made the breakthrough to be able to draw on it and stuff. I was like, oh my God, like, like this is like a new level for me. So yeah, I'm yeah. really excited yeah. about it. And it just like, I don't know. It's like, cause the weed speaks to me in one way, but now all of a sudden the mushrooms are starting to be like, yo dude, we have this whole other vision for you. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I'm really fucking excited. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm right where I want to be. And I just, and, and I think, you know, after I get, I have some work piled up on my desk after I kind of get through that and just have one job on my desk at a time, I think it's really going to, I'm really going to start to get my stride. So I think after this next month, I'm going to be able to, you know, really kind of get into the schedule that I am envisioning, which is going to be exciting. So, yeah, no, I, and I'm really, I don't know. I'm, I'm also coming and it's the kids age range as well. Mm -hmm. Like them getting a little bit older, a little bit more independent and a lot more fun, but at the same time, I'm also growing. I mean, my, my partner, we, we run and own a brewery, which is a whole nother conversation in itself. Right. But I mean, Magna's an amazing brewer and he also is a workaholic and you know trying to balance him living his dream life while I live my dream life but sometimes those lives don't always look like the same dream right right um but it's uh it's it's it is a delicate balance because like I'm kind of in that position where Athena's at where I'm holding most of the mom card I mean right my partner is an amazing dad he does everything to you know he does a lot and mm-hmm. but you know who's the one that you know the kids like to throw up on and you know all this other stuff that's all mom i'm always stuck holding the stick and laundry <laughs> and dishes and cleaning and everything and um at the same time i'm like i want to do my thing too right 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 um yeah and and I feel like finally I'm I'm getting the confidence to do that number one because I think part of parenting is you have kids you realize you know shit about the world too right fuck right. <laughs> like I don't know anything so I'm starting to regain my confidence just as a person and regain my skills because I mean I took 
three to five years off of drawing or doing anything completely. Just all I was doing was either wiping butts or feeding somebody. Right. And you work so, like 60 hours running the brewery, right? Like all the books yeah, and all that stuff, right? Now, um, in the last like few weeks, cause I've just had to take the mental space to kind of slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and try to really switch gears to maybe more illustration type work. Yeah. And you're um, in, and you're in the 12 week online group workshop. So yes, I am. And that. it's amazing. Highly best, best investment ever. Yep. <laughs> Which I paid for by selling my work. By Hooray. Way, really I know that cool. was awesome. You're like, I paid yeah. for it with my work. I was like, yes. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. Buy my work, by the way. I, it, it's, it's on Etsy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Of course we will have your links and all that. Oh, People yeah. will be flooding there. The 200 regular listeners to this podcast will, will bang down your door and get all your work. <laughs> yeah. Kent's mom. It'll right. Kent's mom. <laughs> Max's mom. <laughs> yeah. Max's mom. <laughs> All the moms out there. All the moms out there. Shout out to the moms. Yes. Love your mother. She's done everything for you and then some. Yeah. So, yeah, because it is. It's hard to be a mom and an artist and feel like a good person because when I'm being a good artist, I'm not being a good mom. And when I'm being a good mom, I'm not being a good artist. So it's like, I feel like no matter what I do, I'm like losing somehow. And I'm always feeling guilty that I'm not doing something quite right. Right. No. Yeah. Which that's, that's probably a whole nother set of problems right there. But, um, and then it it is, it's hard. It's hard. It is hard. And the other thing is like, as I'm sure you realize now with, you know, the, you know, with Tor getting older and Wolfie getting older, I'm like, man, like, you know, they're going to be grown up so soon. Like they're they're not going to want to hang out with me soon. Like I need to like cherish this. You know, I look, I look at Junie so much different because of Wolfie. Like, it's like, Oh my God, like she's so like, she's just not going to be like this for very long. Like I just want to like, I just want to like hold her. I want to just like hold her for the rest of my life. Like I'm like, I kind of just like, I like never grow up. Like I just like, I don't know. I kind of want them to always be the age they are now. It's like, it. it's like, but at the same time, maybe like able to provide for themselves and not produce so much laundry, but also have two, three of me. There's the one's going to be building the house. One's going to be, uh, you know, the dad. And then one's going to be the illustrator. I just need to break into three parts. So do you think if you take enough mushrooms and you slowly can like develop your own spore content and start cloning yourself through mushroom matter? Oh my God. Mushroom shrimp. That's what we need. Yeah. Dude. Mushroom <laughs> shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> my silly shrimp. Yeah. yeah. It'll be great. <laughs> I wish that would solve so many problems. But yeah, or that's if I the just thing. never had the sleep. I can't even imagine how single parents do this stuff, man. That's like, what the fuck? Shout out to the single parents. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, Magda and I are never getting divorced just for the fact that neither of us could handle parenting on our own. Right. You know, fuck if we're in love or not. No, we're just, we're, that's the other thing. It's like with your partner, you're no longer in this romantic love. You're like teammates. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, ideally, (laughs) hopefully, hopefully you can. You know, hopefully, and maybe with the mushrooms as well, right? Hopefully you can, you can stay in touch with that. But yeah, there is a lot of there, there are definitely big periods too. 
I feel like it goes in and out. I feel like me yeah. and Athena will be like, we'll we'll refall in love with each other, oh, and yeah. we'll be there, and but then like, yeah, shit will happen, and then we're just like, oh, we're just like running this ship together. Arr, like, do your job. You're not doing your job. Yeah. Like, fuck. Oh yeah. But definitely. then yeah, one thing that I always think, no matter how bad it gets, you're always like. Man, if we split up, it's gonna be so much worse. It's gonna be so much harder. <laughs> like it'll yeah. be like like the like the kids will be fucked up, like our relationship will be probably worse off, and then like the variables of like then we'll each have other people coming into the oh, picture, God, which will be even. insane. Yeah. Like it's like the like thinking about that is like no, like this like it would never that would never like so, you know, maybe I'll just go in there and apologize. Yeah, you're like that's probably yeah. easier the way it is right now, you know. Like yeah. so, yeah. It's a really romantic thought for post Valentine's Day, but uh, well, here's the other ro- romantic thought. If you if you are are fortunate enough to take a beautiful psilocybin trip with your significant other, it is like you guys are in the same dream together. Yeah. And then you can refer to it later, and it's like, oh, dude, you're seeing the same shit. Come yeah. over. Yeah, totally. And it, it literally feels like you're in a dream together. It yeah. is kind of a beautiful thing yeah no absolutely that's a great way to put it it is very it is like you're in the you're waking up into this dream where you're connected to everything else out there you know whether it's the forest or whatever else and then you're yeah you're on the same trip with this i mean i've definitely shared hallucinations with people on oh yeah uh, on acid and mushrooms where you're both seeing the same insane shit you're like are you seeing this and they're like oh my god i am it's crazy yeah no it's totally insane i need another pair of mittens for tour okay <laughs> the kids coming in mom we need yeah, more, I, we need I more mushrooms to, give us more mushrooms I have, speaking of parenting i need to go do some parenting stuff <laughs> it looks like i my uh i think my hour has been uh has gone <laughs> yeah do you need to jump away right now or could you pause and come back or what do you think i could pause and come back give me a few minutes okay okay let's do that let's take a break and come right, right back all right, all right. <laughs> Okay, so we came back after the child interruption and then did a bit of more podcasting. And then my computer, which is glitching out right now, decided to shut off and it did not record like maybe the five to ten minutes that we had recorded. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't <laughs> we don't know what we were talking about, um, but uh but if you remember, please let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I I would say I think the one of the main points that I was talking about was just that if you're not a parent, um, the thing that's so hard to get a hold of is that like your kids are constantly evolving and changing. Yeah, so that's like, what it was. Yeah, by the time like you've kind of got a handle on whatever stage they're at and you've like figured it out and you've worked it into your schedule, they're already off to the next phase and they're already leaving your parent your 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 catch up paradigm behind. And you're like, fuck, yeah, like yeah. you have to like redo yeah. it all again. So it's, it's like, like the newest iPhone. It's like it's never gonna happen. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, yeah it, it, it totally agree. I mean, I just measured Tor again for his birthday, and he's grown over an inch in like six months. I'm oh like, my God. what the heck? Like, I thought he had his shoes on. No, that's just his feet. <laughs> you know, yeah. his big feet, which are growing out of shoes, and shoes are expensive. And you know, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people complain about, oh, they'll be grown up before you know it, and. Well, my daughter was breastfeeding and I was sleeping maybe two hours a day. I said, if one more person tells me that, I'm going to strangle them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah, and the other thing we were talking about that you know I'd be interested to hear you talk about too is that you know through parenting I've definitely realized like the baggage that I'm carrying from my parents like oh yeah no that's like, just like talking about that yeah Yeah. like like the like the stuff that like the stuff that i love about my parents but also the stuff that i hated about my parents like when my you know i mean my my dad wouldn't be super crazy and they definitely weren't physically abusive or anything but i got spanked as a kid and my dad would get my dad would get super mad and i would be more scared of him just being mad like oh yeah like if i saw his face getting mad and yeah (laughs) Yeah, like he would get mad and like you could just see it in his face and he wouldn't say anything. Like I remember that would like freak me out, you know? Like so it's like when when I feel when I feel like that shit happening, like I get so frustrated with myself, you know? And like I've gotten I've gotten pretty good at getting that out, but like you know, I feel like Junie won't experience much of that, but like Wolfie has seen me yeah. lose my shit too many times. Yeah. Like seen yeah, me smash a table and like, yeah. you know, yeah. I broke a broom once. Um, I was so frustrated and I think Ruby was like one and Tor was four or five or something like that. It was a few years ago and it was just one of those, it was like a snow day and I was just so stressed out. It had all this stuff going on. It's like, I was just trying to pick up and like in the next room, they're just like throwing Legos and like a freaking money shower or something. I don't know. <laughs> making it rain Legos. And, yeah. And I was like trying to be like, all right, we're going to sweep these up. And they keep throwing them up in the air as I'm trying to clean up. And I just totally lost my shit. Turned around, held that broom up and I smacked it down on the floor and it like exploded into a million pieces. Oh my God. And the kids were just like, oh my God, we broke her. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, I love you. Yeah, I I'm know. I'm going to go upstairs for a few minutes now. <laughs> oh, my God, I know. <laughs> you just got to walk away and disengage because I totally see how people lose their shit. And I'm, I am not the most extremely patient person to, to begin with. So yeah. just trying to build patience on top of frustration. Oh, my God. It's impossible. And the thing that they do, like, if you get, like, the more uptight you get, the more they oh, react they, to it by, like, they, by like yeah. it makes them, un- it makes them, like, some kind of uncomfortable subconsciously. So they just start to, like, raise their level of craziness. Like, you. Yeah, like, get super obnoxious. Yeah, you're like, you're not listening and, yeah. to me. And they're just like, la, la, la. And they're just, like, going, they start just, like, listening to you less and less. The more yeah. you're frustrated with it, then the, le- then the more they kind of, like, repel away from you and just keep, yeah. like, amplifying their bad like behavior and it's like yeah you get just insane with it 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 literally oh no getting ready for school in the morning yeah that transitions transitions sanity i mean and i tried i wake up before anybody else in my house because i'm like i'm gonna get some coffee i'm gonna get my poop in because Like, just pooping without anyone in the bathroom with me is kind of a big deal. Oh, oh, um, oh my God. We don't even have a bathroom door. We just have a curtain. So it's like, <laughs> it's basically just a, like an invitation to like to just have an event in there if oh, yeah. anything is I mean, going on. When I came on. visit, I like, I, I couldn't make it all the way up to the outhouse. I was like, Athena, I'm going to use your bucket. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like doing dishes. <laughs> I'm like, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but it's, it's. Yeah, no, it's a thing, and and you just, oh my god, it's, I don't know why, what, 
are humans the only one that have this much trouble parenting? It's the ego. It's totally yeah, the, it's ego. the ego. It's yeah. the ego. Because they're like and, infringing on you. You're like, damn it. Like, I'm supposed to be this doing this stuff and you're fucking yeah. it up. <laughs> but at the same time, if, especially, I mean, I'm not trying to pull like the feminist card, but when a mother is like, screw you, I want to do my own thing. Yeah. It all of a sudden she's like, I'm like, you know, the most evil person in the world, you know, right. you feel and guilt, guilt like, yeah, guilt as like, the, the as, guilt. yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I think the, yeah, the parent, that paradigm is definitely different. I could see how that could feel different from, uh, you know, from a female perspective, like this thing came out of you and now you're like shunning it. Yeah. You're like, I hate it. Well, you don't hate it. You and there's a lot of contradictions, right? Like, I mean, I don't know if I forget if you talked about postpartum, but Athena had wicked bad postpartum oh, I, and too. just like, me yeah, too. it's like, I'm still getting it's over such a mind fuck. I, I see firsthand <laughs> how that's such a mind fuck where you're like, yeah. Oh, I'm having thoughts about like killing this kid. And like, this is my child. Like what is wrong with me? And like, fuck, yeah. like, you know, it's like, but like, and I'll think that I'll be like, oh, I could just like kill this kid. But I'm like, no, that's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty cool. Like, I don't feel like guilty about it. You know, like, I'm just like, like, I think all the, I think all kinds of that's fucked up things. Yeah. I mean, that might just be me too. Like, I think the most fucked up shit, like, I'm like, ah, oh, what if I had sex with my parents? I'm like, that would be weird. Like, I just, I like, I don't think there's ever a thing that I haven't thought about, but I don't know if that's just oh, no, me I, or if that's everybody. Like, I still, no, the jury's out too. on that. I was explaining at Tour's birthday, we were playing with perler beads because that's my new thing. And I was explaining to this group of children how when I was a kid, I had one stuck up my nose for like a week and I never told anyone about it because I was like, I wonder if I could put this in my nose. And then it like just kept going up and up and up and I couldn't get it out. Yeah. And like a week later, I blew this like bloody coated bead out of my nose. I was maybe seven, but it's just like. You know, they're all looking at me like, why would you do that? Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, these are kids. These are like five to seven-year-old kids going like, that's gross and you're stupid. And yeah. I'm like, oh, God, maybe I'm gross and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> My kids will be gross and stupid, too. It's, it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, I'm, I'm good. I'm lucky in the fact that... Wolfie definitely has my sense of humor, and Junie probably will too. So I definitely got oh, and my. Oh, your kids are wonderful, and I I really enjoy them, and I enjoy what I enjoy them watching them interact with my kids because it's kind of like if you and Athena and Magda and I all got together and hung out, but we were like seven and three. Yeah, totally. That might be what. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. I love that, like, we've reconnected at this time and, like, our kids are the same age and it's, like, it's so cool. Like, you know, they're all just in this gang together. Yeah, and it's, it is really, especially as a parent, and if you're a creative person out there who has children, reach out to those other creative people, especially creative parents, because that is the only way you're going to get through this. I mean, yeah, there was years that I didn't have any, like, creative friends to kind of, like, back ideas off and get like you know psyched up with and you're like oh cool they're doing that i'm gonna try it you know like you you keep trying to like evolve when you're with your like creative community yeah and if especially if you're just locked into that parenthood routine with no outlet you will go insane yeah and this is one of the things that me and athena have been talking about lately as she's been coming out of the work world and into like the full-time parenting world oh, and, man. It's, and it's not necessarily like like her mom was a single mom who worked all the time and then athena was pretty much raised by like 
by like live-in caretaker ladies you know it's like yeah, in, in LA yeah. that's like much more part of the culture anyway yeah. like a lot of people have like nannies that basically take care of their kids and stuff like that but so she didn't have a direct model of like parents just chilling and having fun with kids so she's trying yeah. to like wrap her head around that and like I think it's really easy even with me who like my parent like my dad was a stay-at-home dad for times my mom was a stay-at-home mom for times like I saw I saw both of that my parents were really great about like just playing with us and stuff like that but like yeah it's easy to fall into the role of being your child's caretaker and not necessarily like a fun parent you know where you're yeah. just kind of like I'm your logistics person and it's like and then it sucks <laughs> for you because you're like fuck like all I'm doing is like taking care of these creatures but like ah like this isn't what I want to be as a parent you know so it's like yeah and, and your parents raised you to be like the best you could be and follow your dreams and it's all about you and all, until you give birth to that person then it's all about them and it's like this it's, right it's right right you're like confusing. wait i'm still doing my dreams now i gotta do your <laughs> dreams too fuck yeah <laughs> Too many people here. I know. I see very clearly why people go to the mainstream more, especially once they have kids too, because it's like that's where like the answers are, you know? Like Yeah, you know, but there's I, no growth. Yeah, I, I see mean, so well, many I mean, people like some people. Like even my parents, like me. I found this book of like my parents, like it's about like homesteading on one acre of land and there's this like really sweet like inscription from my dad to my mom, like, We're so close, we're gonna do this, we're gonna like live off the land. Like they were like hippies in the sixties yeah, or whatever, yeah. you know, like that was their whole thing and like but they never did that and i'm like why didn't you guys ever do this you know it's like it's totally because like, like oh you. yeah they yeah they had kids and they were like oh this is like too much work like they were like reasonable people like so it's like you know i don't know it's like a blessing and a curse to not be reasonable like i have to like i always remember that like i'm like not that it's a, not that it's a not that it's really an option for me anyway. I'm like too far out there to, to go into the mainstream. Like it just, it, again, it, right? no, I just, no, I mean, it just wouldn't work. Like I, yeah. I self-destruct in those situations. I'm just like, yeah, fuck you, too. fuck this. Like I can't, I, I become dysfunctional in that situation. So I don't really have that choice, but like, it's nice. Like I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, I'm kind of like my parents' idealism embodied. Like I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, I'm that dream that they couldn't have, and I'm doing that. Like it's yeah, kind of and, a cool. And maybe Ruby and Tor will will make that dream that I was working towards, and they'll take it further than yeah, that. Even. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's you. You have to keep. It's the long game. I always have to remind myself we're all in the long game. Parenting you know? is definitely about the long game. The, yeah, it's about the long game, the long but game. but also then also paradoxically, it's about completely being in the moment and in being the moment. so present <laughs> yeah. because your kids are only in the moment. Your kids don't. Even, if you say if you say you can't have this lollipop today, but you can have it tomorrow, it's like saying you're never going to have this lollipop in your life. Like you're yeah. like it's like they are only in the present moment, so you have to. That's the beauty of it, too. You have to bring yourself into the present moment. And that's also, I think, why the microdosing is so <laughs> conducive to that mentality because, like, it really brings you back to that thing where you're like, the moment is the most amazing thing. Even if you're not, I'm not talking about just like tripping, like, Ugh, like, no, no, but no, you no, just, no. you yeah, take yeah. a microdose and it's like, it's well, like, I mean, I, I pop a lorazepam every morning. I really don't see the difference. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people probably do use pharmaceuticals to get to that same place and stuff, you oh, know, yeah. or, or whatever, or, or alcohol or whatever. But like, there's something about the, the dreamlike quality of just mm. dipping a toe into that with the microdose and coming completely into that dreamlike present moment where you're like, oh my God, everything is right here. I just need to appreciate I, it and chill. And if I oh, calm yeah. down, 
everything will find its place. You know, you realize yeah, I, you realize how much you lose by being stressed. Exactly. Stress is, yeah, no, stress is my biggest demon for sure. And yeah. I don't know if I'll ever conquer it, but once you could conquer stress, you can do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> yeah, how no, do you that, circumnavigate that? That thing that. you were just describing, they have a word for that. It, it's called happiness. Yeah, it's called being <laughs> fucking happy. Yeah. What is that again? Yeah. I know. I'm always like, man, if I just wasn't ambit, if I didn't have the ambition with my art, if I was just like, ah, just a nine to five, like, I'll just do it. Like, my life would be so much easier. But then it would be oh, like, yeah. then it would be so, like, not what it is so exactly you know exactly like, I, I mean i we own our own business and we employ people and yeah. it's, a, it's a struggle and yeah. you know we're we're it's winter in maine we're in financial hardships i might have to get a job somehow to make ends meet but you Another know job on top of your job on top of your job on top of your job yeah yeah exactly i was like wait a minute what's going on here yeah no there is i feel like when you're especially when you're a young family i feel like there's a lot of like when things when things are right it's gonna be yeah. awesome like you're like when shit stops fucking with our shit like there's so yeah. much of that, man. It's like, oh, oh. but then you just got to keep going. Like, no, this is this is the idea that like that like you know you're putting stuff. It's tricky. You got to play the long game without putting stuff on hold. Like, it's a fine yeah. striking that yeah. balance. Like, like you know, like like these like because I always go whenever me whenever Athena's stressed or I'm stressing out, I always go like. Like, there's nothing going on here. This is just a regular day. Like, the kids are just bugging out, and we just have a lot to do. But, like, in 10 years, when the kids are grown or 20 years, we would, like, literally give up five years of our life to just live this afternoon with our, like, with exactly. our children. With our children. Like, to be just here with our children again, where they're this age, and our life is like this. Like, it's like... It's so magical. So, like, how do you? It is magical. How do you strike that thing of like really appreciating where you're at, even though you're, even though you're always trying to get like your head above water? How do you appreciate the like semi-drowning of parenthood? Here's, like, here's, you know, here's a like... moment of appreciation. I took Ruby out. I've been taking these like since trying to quit smoking. I've been taking these like mini walks in the woods. Yeah. Because I really just want to go outside. I don't need to smoke a cigarette. I just need to go outside. Yeah. So I took Ruby with me. And we found this like little spot where the, the the trees clear just enough to let this intense like southwestern sunbeam come in and melt this pool of water, and that's where all the animals come and drink right now. Yeah. And there's this like mossy, lichen-y, decomposing log next to it, and it's just like this intense, beautiful log with all these roots and stuff. And I wanted to show it to Ruby because I was drawing a little fairy girl inspired by her and she was asking where she lived and so I wanted to show her this log and then she immediately like hadn't even talked about characters at this point I was like look at that cool log and she's like oh, I wonder if they're home and like <laughs> that's the first thing she said and we hadn't even talked about who they are yeah. but you know she just immediately went up squats down peers inside you know like oh and that's their chimney and yeah. like she sees what I was trying to show her and just the fact that I have created a child who can see the world like I do yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Is an incredible thing. Yeah, totally. So, it, that, it is the long game. It is the yeah. long game. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that just made me think too how like how like you know not only does the does the mushroom experience dissolve the ego, it also dissolves some of those like mainstream reality paradigms that are there, oh, yeah. and also that, brings that it brings you back child, a couple you, levels yeah. towards that child mentality. And I yeah. think that's why it's it you like immediately more connected and more compassionate, and you know you can just like I don't know, it's just it's so much easier to shed those parental like i don't know just the, the that 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 idea that like you have to be this way control, like, oh, i'm control like in the middle of my serious parent day like i'm doing shit like you're just like oh like i can just i can i can forget about that for half of an hour and just beam into my kid and like that is gonna make their entire fucking day like yeah. Whereas, like, and when you're just there, you're like just bustling around. You're like, I don't have time for that. You know, like my kids will be like, "Hey, can you?" I'm like, "Ah, I'm working." Like, you know, it's yeah. like. So well, I was doing know. something like I had some crisis at work, and I had to, you know, hop on the computer and like email a bunch of people, and it was like one of these intense moments. I was like sitting with my kids, and all of a sudden you get that phone call, and you're like, "Fuck, I gotta go deal with this." Yeah. And I'm dealing with it, and Tor keeps kind of trying to come in and like say, "Hey, mom, look at my Lego thing. Look at my Lego thing," and I'm like. Ah, 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 ah. it's like that ace ventura thing where like you get a spear in both legs and you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, i don't God. know which one to freak out about <laughs> that's so true oh my god and it's oh i i wish you wish so many things but i mean i just wish time could slow the fuck down and yeah. we could all just like accomplish everything we want to accomplish in the time that it's supposed to happen yeah that unfortunately is not how life works and that's but, why you go camping with your kids because that yes, is how you slow time down. down that is like that is the ideal you're just like oh my god this is like what i, I want every day to be today. i'm just like we're awesome. just hanging out and we're just eating and we're just always yeah. together all the time this is the greatest yeah yeah it is it is until they like rip your tent apart from the inside that, that <laughs> right <happens too. laughs> we had all four of them in the tent at one point it was like that tent's not gonna make it <laughs> i know they kept being like they said we could all sleep in there i'm like eh, i don't think they want you guys yeah. sleeping in there because nobody's gonna sleep <laughs> yeah no one's sleeping yeah. <laughs> let's all go to our own bed <laughs> that would be fun though it'd be fun to have like see if uh if if maybe one night this summer they could like sleep in a tent together by themselves well i think be so Junie and ruby could do it but i think i don't know wolfie and tori are going to be like measuring their wieners all night yeah, or something hey, it's going to be yeah shit's going to get weird out there touch it's, tips it's, yeah no, it's going to be really weird <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah no judy and ruby will like they they could do anything they're just like let's just chill yeah let's be cute they would but just they're... be laughing until they fell asleep they just laugh yeah, and then yeah. like collapse giggle, on each giggle, other giggle. and just be the perfect little cute puddle cuddle cuddle puddle yeah whatever. oh my god and the best thing about which i love about ruby and june is that you do this thing or like they look like these sweet little blonde cherubs, but they are like the most fierce honey badger yeah, you've yeah, ever yeah. seen. Like Ruby is so much more fierce than Tor in yeah. so many ways. That's it's, so funny. it's terrified. Yeah. <laughs> but in this adorable package. Yeah. 
but she will rip your ankles off if you cross her that's so funny yeah wolfie's definitely the most intense but junie is like she is as a counterpoint to him like definitely like holds her own with him and is always like stop that like she's like she's definitely like she's just like athena yeah she's She's definitely like like, you and athena yeah totally no it's very true it is that yeah you're like out in the universe and athena's like hey dan you gonna come down yeah yeah what you doing yeah oh it's so great oh children i mean it is great and now like all i want to do is go play with my kids at this moment i know <laughs> and I, we we talked about the frustrations of not getting work done and now i'm just like oh, i kind of want to go sledding i know i know nice i know i know my, they're all off skiing and i have to do the workshop all day <laughs> oh what a drag <laughs> That's we all okay, appreciate though. you and i do that's have to the say, sacrifice as one of your listeners everyone really appreciates this podcast it does pump my week up and i make sure that i support you on patreon because yes. i know no matter what it costs i want to make sure i have everything in my power to support you to keep you doing what you do yes so that i can keep doing what i do definitely that is much appreciated and as you know because you're an avid listener of this podcast one thing we like to ask people when they come on is what could possibly be the spookiest thing that you've ever encountered oh my god there's so many i don't even know where to start (laughs) what's Um, what's a good one that's a good one what is a spooky thing that happened recently i had something for you too oh my god what was it what's the spookiest thing that's ever happened to you okay so one of the spookiest things and this is probably i have this thing with teeth and dreams oh yeah very common very common dream trope right yeah, so, and my mom, um, like, she has, like, whenever my mom has a weird dream and starts telling us about it, we're like, oh, God, the world's going to end kind of deal. Because she's like, she's like, I had this crazy dream. I lost a tooth, and it was on the floor, and I kept kicking, and I couldn't pick it up, and I kept kicking it. And it was like, you know, like that classic, like, cartoon ballroom scenario with, right. like, you know, with a tooth, you know, yeah. it's just like trying to chase the tooth and you just can't get the tooth, whatever. So she's telling this to some, one of her friends and they're like, who, who's like a real spiritual, you know, person. And they're like, oh dude, when you dream about peace, you can't get back. That's a death dream. And like, literally like the next day, one of like the, the air force generals on the base, like die. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was really? like. Oh God, that's a, so whenever I have teeth dreams, I wake up super freaked out and something always, something always happens. That's like, so funny. I always wonder about that. Do you think that there can be like universal, like, like if you have a tooth dream, it's a death. Like, is that true? Like, can there be like that direct correlation or like, I don't know, but wouldn't that be I feel fun? like dreams are so, I mean, I think it inevitably is, it, it, it's obviously, you know, your subconscious processing all this stuff. And and I think there is this like unconscious mind that we're all kind of dabbling in and our DNA and the history. Oh, yeah. and that, that's all part of it, right? It's got to be. And like all the, yeah. of course, all the mythology and the tropes that we're all aware of. But I'm always like dubious of like that, 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 that a dream you could have could have a similar, could have a symbol that meant the same thing to you as and me. Someone else I mean, I, I mean, I guess there could be such dream, cultural, yeah. such cultural tropes that like, we do, but like, ah, it's just like so interesting to think about because, like, underwater dreams and flying dreams and teeth dreams. And, like, because oh, I've had a lot of dreams, I've had a lot of dreams where I'm like, teeth are coming out and stuff like that. I mean, that's very common. 
Yeah, no, it's yeah, teeth dreams for sure. And oh man, I I swear, like every time I have a tooth dream, something super fucked up happens. Weird. And it's it's like don't dream about teeth because it's uh, gonna be a thing. Which is also I'm also obsessed with teeth. It I is deeply. It teeth. is. I will say that it's a it's a very it's it's got it's definitely a deeply disturbing concept to think about your teeth falling out because you know then it you know. It would affect it. Number one, it affects how people interface with you probably the most. I think I'd rather yeah. have an eye patch than a missing front tooth because if you have a oh, missing my, front my tooth, husband, you seem like a homeless person. Teeth. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you don't, if you're missing teeth, it like it. It's a huge red flag to people subconsciously. Like not even they can't even help it. It just seems like there's something wrong with you. Like you have a disease, right? Like yeah, yeah. Like it's just again, it's probably from like the Black Plague or something down in there. Like it's just you have a visceral response if someone's missing teeth it's super weird so there is something deeply disturbing about that and then i forgot where i was gonna i forgot what i was gonna connect it to um i mean is it, maybe it's just a symbol for like it's just something that is just like, deceit, like something's wrong like something is yeah. wrong something's not Before right here two teeth last week so oh yeah that's I the other thing i was gonna say about I've it having yeah, that's like, the other thing I was going to say about it. It's funny because that's actually something that we all have had happen to us, too. We've yeah. all lost all our teeth before. So I'm like, oh, yeah. like that's kind of crazy. Normally, the things that you dream about you haven't necessarily happened to you, but that's such a common dream, and we've all had it actually happen to us, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's like it's really wild. And I don't know. There's something – I'm sure I, I'll meditate more on the tooth the the tooth uh, conspiracy but there there's something there i mean for sure with the yeah. creepy stuff and so what are and, what's a, what are is there any other supernatural spooky things you can think of well i mean it was crazy the night i met magna mm-hmm. um was kind of a supernatural experience mm-hmm. all on its own like i was hanging out with luke dubois yeah and it was Shout like out this, daddy boss count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I hang out with Luke, something amazing happens. Yeah. And, like, he's not, like, my longest, bestest friend, but all of my favorite memories I can think of in life involve him. Yeah. Somehow. He's yeah. there. He's in it. It's, yeah. like, he he is my spirit animal. He's my spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's, like, uh, so him and I were hanging out, and he was doing some video stuff for school because we went to school together. And we went to the Dogfish Bar and Grill for open mic night, and it was like this insane random snowstorm in March. Like, it was like one of those nor'easters that you think the snow's all gone, and then all of a sudden overnight you have six feet or whatever. Yeah. And it was so, it was one of those things. And Luke's like shooting all this trippy video, and like the world just, the weather makes you feel like the world's about to end kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it was this, this huge storm, and him and I are hanging out, and we're sitting at the bar, and and uh, Magna walks in for the first time, never seen him before in my life. And I, he's carrying a guitar case and I'm by the sign up sheet and he walks right up and I'm like, God, oh, he's cute. <laughs> and he introduced himself to me as, as Charlie at that time. And from that moment, on, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to marry this guy or what, but my future involves a whole whole lot of this one in it. <laughs> a whole lot and of it him. was a whole lot of him i just want to know him i yeah like that was the whole immediacy i was like i i don't care what happened i was actually had a boyfriend at the time i think i can't remember but i was like i need to know you and that was like a super 
spooky thing because like everything that led up to me going there that night like the snowstorm not having to go to class Mm. like hanging out with Luke and and then all the weird things that Luke and I have been through on top of that like almost getting arrested that was fun (laughs) that's a story for another time yeah I'm sure you've almost got arrested with Luke. Who has not? Almost I have. Well, with almost. Luke? Yeah. Well, have I been arrested? No, I've only been arrested once, and Luke was actually not in the car. So, but oh, I have. I have go. been. Uh, I have been detained by the police with Luke. Or no, not detained yeah, by. We, the, but we got caught stealing we, that time, and no, I uh, guess we, the cops were We got were caught vandalized. Well, apparently we were vandalized. Allegedly, uh, we like to say. Alleg- on this allegedly, podcast. we were vandalizing a, a stop sign at the mall. <laughs> and i was like really high as shit and i never smoked pot very often back then except for with luke because it was always fun um yeah and that yeah yep everything that you thought could happen bad by getting stoned happened that night (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) but yeah no brain on drugs yeah no uh but i don't i have a lot of like just like very like karmic coincidental kind of things happened in my life and that's why like I'm going through kind of like a crazy storm right now and I'm really interested to see what's on the other side of this because whatever it is it's big yeah I wonder (laughs) if everybody feel like I feel like I mean everybody must have these things going on but some people are just more tuned into them and like if you think about it in a certain way then it's like more significant to you and some people just might like be oblivious to these coincidences and interconnections and they just don't see them and don't think about them. Like I'm really obsessed with, with, uh, processing the small, I guess. Yeah. In that sense, you and I are wired kind of the same way too, where we're just like, Oh, that was a really fucked up thing. I thought in my head. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, but I mean, also with my work, I'm always obsessing on these, minuscule detailed moments and looking at what is so easily missed contains so much yeah but yeah i mean spooky spooky shit happens to me all the time like dude the stars are out to get me i swear i'm sure this house is haunted i've definitely been visited by ghosts but yeah none of that is like it's comfortable yeah, Maybe the Malhus Mansion, we, we, which we mentioned on this podcast. Because yeah, that's <laughs> one of the things. That's one of the things we didn't say was that we also went uh, recently. Well, <laughs> podcast listeners will know we went recently yeah. to visit you guys at the Malhus Mansion. And <laughs> when when you live in five hundred square feet, then your house is a, is a yeah, everything's a mansion. Um, but no, a I've real, a real mansion. I looked it up. A mansion. Before. A mansion has to be like eight thousand square feet, I think. And okay, what, your house is just shy of two, right? Your house is just shy yeah, of two thousand. Yeah, not even. It's like it's like eighteen hundred. Wow. So this house is actually going to be bigger than yours when it's done. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. We're. I'm really. We'll be like, hey, you guys want to come hang out in a real house? Mansion, like a real mansion, like a magical mansion with like themed rooms. No, your your mansion's going to have like each wing is going to have like a different theme. Yeah. No, it's it's no, it's because because we are locking in on, and I I just actually we had a really big day yesterday where we went and we're hanging out with some friends for a little bit. Me and Kent went over there, and Kent ended up leaving with their cat, and I ended up leaving with an agreement that this guy was going to help me. We were going to hire him to build the house in the spring with me. So it's huge, like huge things happened yesterday. So and Kent so, got a cat. 
cat. Yeah, Kent got a cat, and I got uh, someone that's gonna a friend of mine. You got that's a gonna, general contractor. That's gonna, uh, yeah, he's a like he's a legit. You know, he's a he's an actual contractor, and he's gonna come and help me build the house for to get it started for the first month, get it all framed up, and probably pour mm. a cement foundation, uh, like a cement pad, and all that. So, so it's it's becoming more and more of a solid realistic looking plan that we're going to be able to add 1200 square feet bringing us up to like 1700 square feet this year which will be a game changer that is going to be huge no (laughs) wonder you don't have time for for training camp this year yeah yeah. no i'm really glad that we decided to make that move and you got to clear the deck so yeah and then we'll still be adding another tower so we'd be getting up to about 2100 square feet and then also a greenhouse off the front, so I'd have nice. to figure it out. But like, but like, tw- maybe twenty, twenty-one to twenty, probably three hundred square feet, which is pretty good size. That is huge. Yeah, that is huge. Yeah, that's awesome. But that's that's yeah. I, well, I mean, my biggest thing. I feel so spoiled because I actually have a garage for the first time in my life. Yeah, I but your house, house is amazing. Car. Your house is like a museum. <laughs> it's like the most amazing. It's. It, I don't. I don't. And especially since I've gone on this quest, it's really weird. Like we live in what most people would consider like a third world country ramshackle <laughs> hut. No, you no, know? your home is beautiful. But, but like I would not, I literally would not trade it for the world. Like something has happened in my brain when I went and lived in my first cabin, like walking into a finished house like like doesn't make me want to be in one like it's like it seems so impersonal like it's like i only want to build in a house that i'm gonna that i I only want to live in a house that i'm building it's this weird thing that went off in my mind and like literally because athena's always like we could just like live in town like you know and i'm like i'm like i couldn't like it just makes no sense to me like it's like like even when i'm in my parents house i'm not like oh this is so like finished i'm just like whatever this is their house like but like but like your house i went into your house i'm like i love this house like i love your house it's it has such good vibes because it's like like, i'm in love with this house i i have said multiple times i am living in this house till i die yeah i will die in the house and i will haunt it forever yeah it is it's one of the greatest houses i've ever been in and it feels way larger than it is like it's a good size house but like i was surprised i thought it was going to be like three thousand square feet like it feels larger than it is like well it's it's just it it is kind oh you want to talk about fun psilocybin trip man when we were running from room to room and i was like every room's a different size yeah like that staircase i was like oh i'm not going near that staircase (laughs) yeah yeah totally it was the most fun house to trip in i will say yeah no when i was tripping in the woods here for the first time it was like that i was walking from like because we have all the different like we have like camp and then we have the cabins and then we have the and and then we have the we have the sports field like i would just walk into each clearing and go oh my god god like i was just it literally took me like six hours to just like walk through the whole property just like slowly walking through and like each zone each zone i would come into and go oh holy shit this is so crazy that we're doing this like it was just blowing my mind like it was so dope oh i can't wait to come up and see uh, yeah no we we definitely need to to book a trip soon yeah that will be fun (laughs) yeah yeah no it's gonna be great and uh, so yeah so by the time the summit comes we should have like the whole new edition framed up and everything oh my god yeah yeah so it's really exciting because that's like way more like way more of a like solid plan than me like trying to figure it out more (laughs) like having like a real 
Cause like, cause like I could hire anybody, but like, you know, I still, even though we've been doing this for seven years and it's insane, like I still have the same desire. Like I don't want to hire a stranger to build this with me. Like I, like I'm into having help, but it has to be someone that I'm friends with. And then it just so happened that like, I was talking to one of my friends here about just advice on building. And I was like, wait a minute, what if I hired you to help me with it? And he's like, Let's yeah. do it. And I was like, oh my yeah, yeah, God, you, this is what I've been trying to get this happening. Is what you need to do. So, and then so. they were like, and then we were literally leaving. It was so funny. We were walking out the door, and I go, I go, all right, see you guys later. And they're like, all right, say hi to the fam for us. And then, oh, you're good to, and then I, and then Kent goes, all right, I'll say hi to my, to my mice for you. And that's like, Kent's like joke to leave. And then they go, yeah. oh, Hey, do you want our cat? And the, and he's like, what? And he, cause Kent's been talking about maybe getting a cat. And then like, they, it was like kind of a joke. And then like 10 minutes later, we were walking out with their cat, with the cat carrier, with the litter box, like everything. So Kent has oh a new God, cat. That's, now Kent has a cat. It's the official announcement. Um, yeah. And its name is Borges, AKA Biggie. So very very cool. Beautiful. So yeah, long live. It's a big, it's a huge fluffy black and white cat. It's very cool. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And it's like, I I bet we all know what's going to be on Kent's Instagram for like the next. I know. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, wow, Kent's Instagram is going to be full of this cat. That's the first thing (laughs) I thought. I was like, (laughs) he's going to be one of those cat people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's an old cat man lady now. Oh my god. He's a catchler. So he's a bachelor with a cat. The bachelor with a cat. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, no, I do have a spooky cat story, but that's that's for another time. That's okay. another good one. All right, good. Yeah. yeah. yeah so well, many stories coming out now. I know. Well, I, yeah, I got to jump off cuz I have 20 minutes to take a nap and then I have to jump into all the vid chats for the yes. for the workshop yes. today, so. We'll say hi to everyone. I will. And, uh, I will. Thank you for having me. This oh my god, we finally did it. I feel we so finally did it. We I feel like I'm going to like try months. to like recover these files and they're just going to not be there or something. Uh, you know, if that happens, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but thank you for so, coming on the podcast and thank you for putting up because we've been postponing it like every like every day. We're like, we're going to do it today. And then for like three weeks, we've been like, oh, we can't do it today. So thank yeah, you for yeah I know. Patient. And today I was like, my kids are like climbing all over me, but I'm like, we're, I'm going to just lock the door. I know. And I know. Right and I, feel, <laughs> I always feel the podcast riddles me with guilt because like anytime I miss a week, I literally feel so guilty. So I'm finally oh. glad. Well, to get no, a new episode we're all out. here for you, Dan. We're <laughs> all supporting you, and we'll all be patient. There and will wait. be a time where it will be able to be we will wait, more consistent, but. I'm always working on it and I'm always trying to juggle way too many things. So, uh, but where can people find you? Oh God, my daughter just fell off the bed. Are you okay, Ruby? <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. I am E M botanical. So that E M as in Erica Melhus botanical. Yep. Yep. And I do lots of lovely botanical illustrations. And there is a link to my Etsy site where you can buy my prints. Yep. I am also available for hire. So just, you know, connect with me on Instagram or somewhere. And uh, if you have any illustration needs that suit my style, let me know. Hell or, yes. Or expand beyond. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. And we'll click off thank and you. say bye on the other side. All right. There we go. That was a really fun episode. I hope everybody really enjoyed that one. I listened to it the other day, and it warmed my heart. 
Um, shout out to Erica for uh, being patient and jumping up on this podcast and killing it. Um, and uh, yeah, I feel like we did a nice little uh, dive into the ideas of parenting and trying to pursue your creative career. You know, it's a it's a juggling. It's a practice of juggling, juggling, and, uh, you know, we just jumped on here and fucking ate a little chicken pot pie together, mm, and it was delicious. We saved you a slice. Kick it over to you, ooh, 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 eating your chicken pot pie. Um, yes, indeed, it was delicious. Holy shit, another time warp. Uh, it was two weeks ago now that I that we recorded this episode, and I think a week, or maybe it was three weeks ago. It might have been two weeks since I even did the intro. I think I did the intro a week ago. I don't know. I'm losing track of time. I'm in a crazy time warp, um, but uh, everything's going good. Let's see, since we recorded this episode, yeah, it was two weeks ago because I've started working on Escape from Hat, Mark Osborne's new feature for Netflix, uh, and I am just diving deep into the world of ancient magic there. Um, You can go and look up the children's book that it's going to be, that it's based off of, uh, if you want an idea of where we're jumping off from, um, but it's a really fun project. Obviously, top secret. Can't tell you shit about it, but I've been immersing myself in the world of illusionary magic and ancient magic, and it's very fun, and I'm getting lots of fun ideas, and uh, you know, I'll be working on this project through till... Sometime in May, uh, mid-May-ish. So very excited about that. And then maybe beyond. Who knows? Who really knows what's going to happen a couple months from now? Uh, We certainly have plans, right? We certainly have plans. We got big plans. I got big, 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 big plans coming this spring for house building stuff, for all kinds of shit. Oh, um, for Ghost Scouts... We were talking about having a summit uh, on the first week of summer, which would have been June 21st, and that is now looking like it's more likely to happen um, mid to late August before I go to Denmark uh, to do a workshop at the Animation Workshop again for the third time. And see all the Denmark scouts and see uh, all the new students that I'll be working with at TA, which is a dope-ass art school in Viborg, Denmark. A place that has a very special chamber of my heart dedicated to it. Um, Let's see, what else? That's basically it. I'm going to try to do a catch-up pod uh, when I can get to it. I'm not going to make any promises because I feel like I'm just letting people down by saying we're coming back next week I'm always trying you know the deal Um, this is just a pretty busy time right now Uh, but my labyrinthitis is pretty much under control Um, it's pretty much gone away I've had a little rogue vertigo here and there but it's pretty much gone which is great and I had an MRI um, that shows that I don't have an acoustic neuroma which was definitely a consideration my dad had one 20 years ago and you know uh, 
just a whole story there that I can get into maybe another time talking about it. My dad had the successful tongue surgery and he had a few complications, but he's back home now and uh, hopefully kind of settling in and, and doing well. You know, he's kind of coming out of a few little hiccups, but overall it looks like he's going to be good and the surgery went really well and the, that old steak tip tongue that meat from his leg that they made his new tongue out of is uh, taken in there and staying in there. So old daddy steak tips. My dad said he's been listening to the podcast a bit uh, during his recovery, and uh, he got a chuckle out of the old steak tip tongue. I definitely got my sense of humor from my dad. Shout out to my dad. Um, and uh, shout out to all of y'all around the globe. I hope you continue to use this podcast to inspire you to pursue your goals, pursue your dreams. Hope everybody's drawing while they're listening to this shit or eating beef stew or chicken pot pie or marinated steak tips or sipping on a fucking nice, delicious vegetable smoothie. Get that nutrients because that's going to level your game up, people. You know, the 12-week online group workshop's going great. Um, We're heading into week eight. uh, So almost two-thirds of the way through. Having fun with that. Um, but I'm excited to finally get this podcast out to everybody, so I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, I'll come back with a little catch-up pod, maybe a fresh guest as soon as I can. And we're going to sort out and update the Patreon awards and all that stuff um, and figure out where we're going from here with that, with that, with that, with that. But the podcast will continue to roll on because I love it. Um, and I know that a lot of people have been coming out and being like, where the fuck is the podcast? So here it is. You're welcome. Thank you for, you know, caring about it, for listening to it. Thanks, everybody who participates on the Patreon. Um, you know, you can go over to patreon.com slash ghost shrimp um, and support the podcast if you love it, if you missed it, if you want to hear more and more and more and more of it. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're going to continue to keep it fucking rolling like a joint. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to, uh, so I'll come back with a little update and that's about it. So let's see, we'll get to these Patreon shout outs, uh, big shout outs to the $1 green smoothie contributors. As a group, you are much appreciated. I'm looking at all the names here. Shout outs to you, some of my great homies in there. Um, and uh, for that $2 plus level, you get that beef stew shout out. You get a digital bowl of beef stew. Ooh-ooh. Uh, and uh, at the top of that list, Coming in from the 12-week online group workshop alumni group, we've got none other than Alejandro Fuentes. Killing it. Check him out, Los Focos. We got none other than Ghost Scout Planet Nelson, a.k.a. Christopher Nelson. I'm going to sing these bitches today. <laughs> oh, shit. Um... Oh, man, I've been having some good times I want to share with y'all, but we're going to save it for the next pod. Uh, We got a nice beef stew, a nice bowl of beef stew. Oh, Chris Nelson definitely get that vegan beef stew, by the way. Shout out to you, homie. Hit me up. Um, We got a big beef stew going to Curse Gift. Make sure you check these people out. Obviously, a lot of artists in the mix. 
Uh, we got none other than the original $2 contributor, Jesse Kukukadoni. Uh, we've got the homie Ghost Scout, Velvet Dojo, a.k.a. Dalton Stark, just absolutely filthy on his patreon be sure to check it out dalton doodles dalton stark however you find it i don't know what it is but i support it because he's my fucking homie um uh let's see we got another beef stew going to gerard jones uh we got another ghost scout on here coming in by the name of frogadile dundee in philly aka steve winfield meyer holding down the philly ghost scout contingent uh we've got from the 12 week online group workshop alumni group jesse primo i hope everything is good in your hood homie um Shout out to everybody in New York City. I'm going to be going down there at some point to visit. Uh, that's where the Escape from Hat uh, production is located. And there's been talk of me coming down for a little trip. So that would be really fun. And uh, maybe I can connect with some of the NYC homies. Um, let's see. We got shout out going to Ryan Sims. Love some beef stew. Let's get some beef stew protein bars handed out. Michael Broncado. You know, people put chicken on a salad. Can I get a salad with some beef stew on top, please? Shout out to the homie Bark the Dog, B-A-R-C. Now with a new offspring, Barf the Dog. Shout out. Uh, oh, uh, of course, Ghost Scout Dusty Lupus, uh, another Ghost Scout, Mr. Husband, Chris Murray, those two had a savage jiu-jitsu match in the first ever and last ever Forest Fighting Championships this past summer at Ghost Scout Training Camp, which you can see because I did dump all the behind the foreskin minisodes on YouTube. I don't have time to edit them all together, and it's been so long, so I just dumped them all on there. Like I said, we're going to sort it out. We're going to sort it out. We're going to sort out the Patreon awards, people. Uh, big shout out to Joran Thornton, a.k.a. Ghost Scout Michael Joran. Shout outs. We got none other than Chris Burke. We got... From the 12-week online group workshop alumni group, the unforgettable Kayla Dakota. Somehow I forgot her on the last shout-outs. I was like, wait, did Kayla go to the workshop? Yes, Kayla, you went to the workshop, and I still owe you an original Adventure Time background. I'm going to put it in the mail. We do a raffle at the end of the workshop, and one lucky workshopper, a one in ten chance to get an original Adventure Time background. Da -da 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 -da. And this time we only have seven people in the workshop, so one in seven chance. That's an amazing chance. People are getting excited right now all over this podcast. Big shout-out going to Wastezoid. Uh, big shout-out to stop-motion animation legend Anthony Scott. 
Big shout out to my neighbor and new best friend, Kent Osborne. Oh my God, we talked about him getting a cat on this very episode. It's been so long since this episode was recorded. He has since gotten rid of the cat because it shit in his bed twice. Oh, 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 shit. It's a gnarly story. Maybe someday you'll hear it. And it has a Grimm's fairy tale ending. Oh my God. Big shout out to Arguably Art. Oh, and also let us never forget that Ken Osborne's Ghost Scout name is Harvest Moon. <laughs> Big shout out to my brother, Alexi Giroux, a.k.a. What's his Ghost Scout name? Cheeky Bookie 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 Book Book Chicky Bookie in the <laughs> house that we call the internet. Big shout out to Denmark, to friend of a Ghost Scout, Try Man Hunt. All Ghost Scouts are cousins, and friends of Ghost Scouts are almost like second cousins, which means you can have sex with them. So, mm, but I'm married. Sorry, Try Man. Uh, big shout out to Devin News. And of course, this is for these shout outs are for everybody who supported the last episode, which came out a hundred years ago. <laughs> that was the Bark the Dog one, if you can remember that long back. Uh, so we're specifically shouting out all the supporters of that podcast. Uh, big shout out to another workshop alumni. A.K.A. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Nobby Wood, A.K.A. Bobby Morgan. Okay, shoot on over. He does a lot of really fun. If you love uh, '90s video game pop culture action movie shit, uh, you're gonna love Nobby Wood. Be sure to go check it out on Instagram at Nobby Wood. I assume. Um, he's fresh out the workshop and killing it. Uh, big shout out to Lermy, aka Ghost Scout computer person. She will be a resident here in the Ghost Shrimp National Forest this summer. Cannot wait for that. Very exciting. Going to be kicking it off in June. There's going to be, sounds like up to four scouts in residence this year, which is very exciting. Uh, big shout out to Ryan Quincy and uh, big shout out to year six camp champ. You know who I'm talking about. None other than Beard Lips, a.k.a. John Mansfield, a.k.a. Krognak. Um, and him and Lermy will both take a vegan beef stew. Thank you very much. Um, big shout out to my current employer, none other than Big Shot, New York City, East Coast to West Coast, Hollywood director, Mark Osborne. Big shout out to Uncle Terry. Uh, big shout out to Ghost Scout Sports Magic, a.k.a. Daniel Foothead. Another one of the future residents this summer. Cannot fucking wait. Uh, big shout out to the homie from Pratt, Raphael Tang Hall. Big shout out to another workshop alumni, Zeta. Big shout out to Pablo Meiji. Me, oh God damn it. Always I overthink it. DiMaggio. Maggi. Pablo Maggi. 
aka Young Wolf T. Big shout out to current workshopper Yvonne Santiago. Oh, and that's a steak tip shout out. Let's see those last three. <coughs> Raf Zeta and Pablo all at the $3 level. Thank you so much for going above and beyond. And now we're in steak tip country. Yvonne Santiago kicking it off with a juicy old steak tip. Mm-hmm. You choose the marinades. We'll butter it up and chew it down. Uh, and uh, also throw a steak tip on the grill for Johan Elverby. Um, Big shout out. Steak tip style going out to William Inman. Uh, big steak tip shout out going to Michael McLean. And big shout out going to another current workshopper and co-owner of the Norway Brewing Company, none other than Erica Melhus, the guest of this very fucking episode. Incredible. Um, big shout out to everybody who supports the pod. Um, and, uh, you know, take this inspiration out into your life. Use it to follow your goals. Use it to inspire other people to follow their goals. You know, the old school Ghost Run fans will remember in the very beginning when I, when I was setting up Ghost Shrimp, when I was getting ghostshrimp.net up there in college and, and out of there, you know, right off the bat, it said on my website that Ghost Shrimp exists for two reasons, to follow, oh, hold on, let me see if I can do it right. Ghost Shrimp exists for two reasons, to do the most awesome things he can think up and to inspire other people to do the most awesome things they can think up, right? That has been the manifesto from day one, 16 years strong, still the same message, still the same manifesto, still out here killing the game for myself and trying to inspire you to do the same goddamn thing because I'm a dum-dum and if I can do it, you sure as fuck can. So get those steak tips, get that chicken pot pie, get that beef stew flowing through your veins and get out there and do your thing and inspire other people to do it as well. And you know what? Forget about the languages, forget about the countries, forget about the skin colors, forget about all that shit. Okay, we're all creative animals in an infinite universe. Don't let some fucking mainstream reality bullshit tell you any different. You know, we're all, we all have the same fucking goals to be happy, to be healthy, to be safe, to be out there doing what we love to do and sharing it with the people that we care about. You know, that's what human reality is all about, right? So until next time, stay powerful. And stay productive, y'all. Peace out. Piece of pizza out. Piece of pizza, go eat a slice of pizza. Do you have a beef stew pizza slice?